Hello and welcome back to the final episode of season one of Dating, Laughter and Disasters with me, Lulu Johnson. A show that's all about the highs and lows of modern dating and on this podcast we are laughing about it. Tis the end of an era, lads, or is it? No, it's not, because I will be back for season two. But uh, Ivy has come back on the show today for an absolute crack and a giggle. Just just get ready for it, lads. It's the same old absolute banter. We are crying laughing in some of it as we reminisce about the time that, uh, well, I matched with a guy in Bumble and he came over to my house and drew no- naked portraits of myself and Ivy. That was a laugh and a half. Uh, we also talk about just being really young and dumb and sometimes full of cum. Not really, sorry, Mum. Yeah, it was really funny also. um, I tell her of the most recent situation that I had on the train in Berlin where I unintentionally inhaled crack cocaine. That wasn't planned, but alas, after nine years in the city, lads, I finally know where to find the crack. So um, as this is my final episode of this season, lads, do please don't forget to like, share and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends and all that because I want to keep it going. And if you too would like to come on the show, get in touch. You can DM me on Instagram at datinginberlin underscore book. If you're not one of those Instagram people, just email me at datinginberlinbook at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. we got to keep this going because it's been great fun. So without further ado, because I keep blabbing on, let's get on with the show. Yo! Hi ho, Ivy Joe. Hello, back again. Back again you are. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a little while. How are you? I'm good. I've been really enjoying hearing all of the other people who have been coming on your podcast. Oh, thanks, you. Yeah. And uh, what I'm thinking is maybe we should turn the microphone back on you today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm scared of what you could ask me, but your Jesus, I'm, I'm saying everything. Yeah, okay. Um, well, 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 will we start? Do you want to get straight into it then? Do you want to ask me something? I, well, I, as far as I understand that this episode will be your season finale. Oh, true. Yes, yes. Welcome yeah. to the season finale. 20 yeah. episodes. You're here to close it out with me. Yeah. I am very proud of you. Thanks, you. I have to say, I'm very proud of you. I'm very impressed with all of the people who have come on and told their stories and been... Uh, brave and hilarious and just fantastic honestly I've had the best time listening to everyone else's stories um, joining in on the one with Jordan Nicole was great you have made me laugh so much as <laughs> I was just on the way here listening to the episode with Orange they are dating Orange yeah dating Orange sorry and uh, I was laughing so hard on the tram that people must have thought I was high because they got up and moved to other seats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just first love, well done. And I'd like to ask how you feel about the last, the, doing this podcast, like what, what's been your highlights? Um, how is it working out for you? Oh geez, I didn't prepare for this now at all. Um, <laughs> well, my highlights are just, uh, they're... Um, I've had so many favourite episodes, but I've also just learned a lot, especially from Nicole and Jordan's episode Mm. and Ariana's episode, because they're all talking about approaching, going out there, just putting yourself out there, that it actually changed my mindset a little bit, that I'm just like... So Nicole said in that episode, she was like, I am fucking amazing. Who wouldn't want to date me? That's literally stayed in my head. And when I go out now, I'm just like, I'm literally thinking like that and I feel better about myself. You know, that's been the point of it also for me to meet people, hear their stories. I love getting... um, I just love getting wisdom, like hearing wisdom from other people's experiences, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
and I have to say it's it's you've done a very good job listening to people with a lot of like compassion and empathy um, is it hard is it hard to to hear these difficult stories or like to to think of questions back when when someone's telling you something so personal no see so the I have not found this difficult at all like mm. podcasts aren't meant to be difficult especially if you're doing it as a hobby but like I don't come very much prepared for any of these I just want to chat to people because I can go off on tangents and someone will bring up their story which will remind me of something similar that happened in my life so it always just like you know can easily can easily go down any old road but um I have got more understanding for people's situations and why people are the way they are I had that anyway when I wrote the book and things like that but um yeah I think it just puts everyone's own story can also put your own life into perspective mm. on how you manage things or how you live your life and all that you know very good yeah and have you had any fan mail I have. Oh my God, it's been so cute. So coming up in season two, which first I'm taking a break for like two weeks or something. Maybe, maybe I won't because it's not, as I said, it's not hard work, but I've had people in like Hamburg and Taiwan and everything messaging me being like, can I come on the show? I'm like, yeah, you can. So like, I can't wait to do that. Um, I've got a bunch of people. I've got another at least 15 people ready to go for the next episode, for the next season already. Wow. So yeah. you've gone global. I've gone global. <laughs> Yeah, because, okay, I'm proud of myself for this podcast because I actually made it into the to the top 100 in a couple of countries. I was number 100 in the Netherlands, number 65 in Germany at one point. I was there number 75 in Taiwan and in Ireland at different points, all in the relationship category. Amazing. It's class, isn't it? At one point, I was just one below Michelle Obama. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm reaching Obama status. Basically you know? royalty. <laughs> exactly. So no, it's been really fun and I just wanted to get bigger and better, to be honest. So all of you out there, share, tell your friends, it's fun, it's all about the laughter and learning. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it, yeah. Um Amazing. And so moving forward you're still gonna be going on dates. You're gonna have stories. I will. Yeah. I'm still very single. You're still very single. Very happy. I should have sorry. Should have asked you your dating status as you do for all of your... Oh, uh... uh, yeah. <laughs> Currently, definitely uh, single, and that's fine. Yeah. Also extremely hungover. Yeah. I'm as shook as a hand at mass, honestly. <laughs> and this is where the next story will take us into. So I, I know you have a story coming up. Uh, so it's not that you're dating now. So you're not... No, I'm you're not, not dating. You're it's not just something happened. No, no. So, okay, okay. So I've been out of action for like six weeks because I was home in Ireland. Right. Um, so I wasn't dating there at all and uh, for other reasons but uh, no I, but I do have a funny story well is it funny or please is it it's juicy please tell me oh spill the tea yeah okay well this is a <laughs> podcast exclusive lads so um, I wasn't alone in my bed on Friday night Saturday morning who many who many <laughs> <laughs> I said who and how many <laughs> Too many. Oh geez, I can't remember their names now. No kidding. <clears throat> well, um, I'm going to give you the letter of their name and you can guess without saying their name out loud, but maybe you'll know by the by my reaction and okay. by uh, our mutual friend Claire's who told me. <laughs> Look at how is it going to be? I'm, I'm sitting with my hand, my head in my hands. I don't know. What's that, what's, who was it? M. It's from the country beginning with T. No! <laughs> God in heaven's name, why? Well, why, why? <clears throat> okay. for the listeners, M, we'll call him MK for the sake of this show. Mm -hmm. um, MK is the man that I fell in love with on the dance floor of a club a year, coming up two years now in May. 
Uh, and we broke up after three months of dating because he was too afraid to commit because he's afraid to feel pain. So he broke my heart. I was devastated. Took me a good six months to get over him. Uh, and it was this time last year that we re-met in the same club. Mm. We did the deed and then we got into a bit of an argument because I just asked him, uh, hey, so like, so I asked him like a few days later, hey, so about the other night, what was that about? And he gave me some shitty answer and then I got pissed off. So time went on, blocked him again because I couldn't be arsed dealing with him. But then this was what I wanted to talk to you about in December before I had to go home. Uh, but we didn't get around to having this episode. Okay. I had the news of... Um, when your ex comes back you know mm-hmm. they always come back because it was in November and December I woke up on a Saturday morning checked my phone got a missed call from MK I was mm-hmm. like why is he ringing me at this hour of the night it was like 2 o'clock in the morning I knew fucking well not for booty calls he isn't like that um, because he was in our local where we'd met in the local disco mm-hmm. and he missed me I can guarantee you that but anyway he gives me a missed call and he deleted a message that he sent me so I text him being like, oh, hey, what was that all about? And he texts me back a while later to be like, oh, yeah, sorry, I just wanted to ask you something. I was like, did you? At two o'clock in the morning, you felt the need to ask me something. <laughs> so anyway, time went on. About a week went on. And I didn't care about this. At this point, and even now, I'm not in love with him anymore, right? So a week mm-hmm. went on. And it was a Sunday. I was winding down in bed. And I was slowly just on my phone. And he starts ringing me. And I was like, the fuck? And then he hung up straight away. And I texted him being like, why are you ringing me? And he was like, oh, sorry, I just wanted to click on your profile photo, but I rang you instead. And I was like, oh, <laughs> someone's thinking about me at 10 o'clock at night. This is awkward for you, sir. So he went on WhatsApp and he wanted to click on my picture. And I was like, oh. And then he was like, oh, yeah, did you get a new hairstyle? I was like, no. Uh, no, no, sorry. No, sorry. I think what he asked was, did you change your profile photo? And I was like, yeah, like months ago. So he purposely went into WhatsApp to find me. And I love this for my ego. I was like, See, I'm the one that got away for him, right? So I was buzzing. So a couple of weeks went by. Again, I forgot about it, moved on. Same thing happened. Woke up with a missed call and deleted messages. And I will call him, give me a name that starts with M. Mitch. Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) Name is Mitch. All right, Mitchell. Right, so I said, Mitchell, I said, I feel like you might be missing me. Mm. I said, why why are you texting me all this? Like, what's, what's happening? He was like... Ha ha ha, no, uh, I, I can't remember what I wanted to ask you. And I was like, mm, yeah. So anyway, this went down, this went down. I didn't give him any attention. I just loved it for myself. So time has gone by. It's been six weeks. And I went out on Friday night to watch the rugby. The Six Nations have started. I went to the Kilkenny pub. Lads, go to the Kilkenny pub. It's full of men. It was a sea of sausage. It was... <laughs> Honestly, it, I went with, with, with my two Italian friends. We were just like, holy fuck. I was waiting oh, for them for 20 minutes. I was surrounded by men chatting with them. The vibe in the Kilkenny bar is so different, especially when the rugby is on. I loved it, right? So we got fucking langers. Right? At this point, we were fairly sloshed. Uh, the game had ended and one of the girls says to me, would we go to, to Suits for Gester in the club? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep. And I said, I can guarantee I'm going to bump into Mitchell. But I like Mitchell as a person because he's not toxic. I don't like any of my ex-boyfriends, but I like Mitchell. Okay, now his name is Mitchell. And uh, (laughs) I really like him as a person, even though he broke my heart. He broke up with me for very immature reasons, but he's always been respectful and nice. So I texted him because when we had been texting back in December, he says, oh, let me know the next time you go and we can dance. And I was like, whatever. So at this point, I wanted a bit of attention. Mm -hmm. I knew I'd get the attention. He is gorgeous. And I texted him being like, how's the queue in Sue's? Is it full? And he said, 
oh my god hey Lulu he was like oh please come and be great to see you blah 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 and I was like gotcha you know but I wasn't doing that to, for him to feel used or anything I like him so we went and of course the second we're there it's like we're always drawn back to each other and sure I love dancing with him that was our thing and so we spent we were there until what five or six o'clock in the morning came back here and here I am now telling you the story oh my goodness yeah I know wow yeah I was not expecting that. Really? Yeah. I, 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 you know, I thought you would have had like an amazing date that's went really well, or I thought maybe you'd slept with a woman. Which is not, no. <laughs> like, or, or maybe like had a threesome. Jesus, no. <laughs> I'm Catholic, born raised. <laughs> the only trinity I do is uh, the Holy Ghost, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I've been shocked by all three of those things, but I'm not for six. <laughs> Why are you so surprised? Because time has gone by. Um, is this going to be an annual occurrence? Do I need to put it in my calendar? It for seems next to be. Year? Yeah, it seems to be because it did happen this time last year as well, and we've not really spoken since then. And I am over him, but uh, yeah, I don't know. He seemed a bit different this time, and I'm not saying mm. that. Oh, he's different now. Look, I'm not going to text him. If he wants to text me, he knows where I am because, like, we get along so well. This is the worst thing. If if it wasn't for his like mental immaturity. We'd be go. We'd probably still be hanging out. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, look, I'm not against the idea. If if you want to go and see what that's, you know, that's like, just don't get, just don't be. Well, this is the beauty of it, right? Don't be putting your heart on the line. Not at all. This is the beauty of it because I fell in love with him, and because I'm over it now, I know that I'll get over it again. And did y'all leave it as a? See you next time, or did you have plans to meet again? No, we obviously had a nice morning and that, and kiss goodbye and all. But like, I don't care if it. Right. I enjoyed it. I'm glad it happened. If something comes from it, fine. But I'm not going chasing him. Fair enough. Do you know, couldn't be. And asked. you haven't texted him since. No, no, oh, no, right. no, okay. not at all. So yeah. We'll see what. When's, so if you're listening, Mitchell. <laughs> If you are listening, Mitchell, get your ass in line. Honestly. You are missing a great woman over here. Thanks, yeah. I mean, I would say so too. And it's very frustrating. It's like, man, you don't even fucking know how good you've got it. Do you know what I mean? So, but my mother always said, don't ever date the youngest of the family. And then my sister said to me, well, you're fucking, aren't you, Lulu? And I was like, excuse me, you know? <laughs> I wanted to ask you, are you currently on any dating apps? What's your, what's your plan, game plan? Game plan is no dating apps. Oh. Game plan is go back to Kilkenny Bar and fucking talk to a load of people. Because what I've realised... So, I was home in Cork for five weeks over mm-hmm. Christmas. And when I went out a couple of times, the people were so sociable, I forgot what it was like to actually be comfortable going up to someone and talking to them. And I've said this before, before coming to Berlin... When I was living in Ireland, you could easily go up and chat to someone. But in the nine years, I'm celebrating... We're both celebrating our nine-year anniversary. You're this month, right? Yeah. I'm what date? In, in five days. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm the 26th yeah. of March. I arrived when I was 25 on the 26th of March. Wow. And um, from being at home anyway, I, I realised, oh, you can actually sometimes just go up and chat to people. They love the banter. Like, there's just... It's great. And so, from going to the Kilkenny Bar on Friday night, I realised I just need to put myself in an environment that I have that I'm used to and have the Nicole mentality of I'm fucking awesome yes Nicole you know yes thanks Nicole thanks um, Nicole <laughs> so I, I want to stay off the dating apps I haven't been on them for weeks I don't care for them because I just don't trust who's behind the profile I really don't you might seem so nice and chatty in person then you meet and it's just you're, yeah. it's not the real person so you go and you meet them face to face at the bar you can also check to see wedding rings I'm always looking out for wedding rings now which means nothing and also I wear rings on both ring fingers 
which is also very confusing to the men out there. They might think, you know. <laughs> that might be why you haven't been approached. I, I was thinking the same. <laughs> I really was. And so I wear this love heart one, which is a big green one. It doesn't look like it's in any way an engagement ring or anything, but does it mean that I'm taken? So I'm like, but my hands are like chubby, so I need to like, mm. I can't wear them on any other fingers but my ring fingers. Why didn't you just buy bigger rings? Well, uh, makes sense, <laughs> makes sense. But I bought them in the meantime and it's only been the last few yeah. months that I'm like, I need to maybe switch over the ring finger. So to answer your question, no more dating apps. I'm I'm going out there in person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to your roots. Going back to my roots. See, yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember when I first came here, um, on one of my first nights out with my old roommate, um, he thought I was absolutely hilarious and wild and couldn't believe me because our first night out, we went we went into this bar. Um, no, sorry, we'd already been to another bar. We went into this like underground bar that was also kind of like a disco. I want to say disco, but it's yeah, not a disco. Into, it's like disco. Yeah. Um, and he went to the bar to buy us a couple of drinks and then queued for a couple of minutes and turned around and I was already kissing a guy. Yeah. <laughs> So he always said, I can't believe it only took you three minutes uh, to, to kiss someone. That's that's insane. But like, I don't know what it was, but growing up in Wales, that was completely normal. Oh yeah, same. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and that's the thing. I remember going out with you on a few occasions back in the day. And there was times where you, yeah, we were, do you remember once you got tonsillitis from kissing a young fella? Oh no, yeah, I do. Where yeah. We went to, um, what was that? Soda, Soda Club. It was at Soda Club. And he was wearing this really big puffy jacket and I and it was very hot in there in the dance floor and I was thinking god why is this guy wearing this huge jacket you know man's not hot um <laughs> man's not hot man's got hot never hot um I reckon it was because he was just running a fever because he he was sick I'd kissed him afterwards I said oh um let you know let's go home I can't remember how old I was I think I was about 20. 25, 26, something, maybe, I think something like that. And I said, oh, sorry, I can't really, you can't come back to mine because I've got a bit of a roommate situation. He doesn't like having people in his space too much. And he said, oh, I have a bit of a roommate situation too. And I said, oh, what's with your roommate? And he said, it's my parents. Oh. And I was like, oh, how old are you? And he was like, 18. Oh, shit. And oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That was six, seven years. Jesus Christ. I'm yeah. Tied up my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's fine. It's legal. <laughs> but I wouldn't have chosen it for yeah. myself. Yeah. And then a few days later, I got tonsillitis. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of gross if you think about it. We're going out there dipping our tongues into other people's mouths. But also, mm. if you actually, and I've thought about this recently, not trying to be a prude, but if you think about it, we're all, how many strangers have we had sex with? Oh, I don't want to. Do you know? That. Yeah, yeah I don't want to either. It's a, it's a lot. It's enough. Like, you know, <laughs> too it's many. Yeah. yeah. And it is kind of gross. Maybe I'm just becoming a bit older and wiser, but because I've done it so often now that I'm just like, maybe, you know, I think it's nice to go back to the familiarity of, so maybe that's why. Familiarity. Yeah. Say that right, did I? The familiarity. Familiarity. I don't even know how to say it now. Familiarity. Oh, familiarity. Isn't it? Familiarity. Familiar. The familiarness will go with. Uh, I think that's why I that's went, not that I went back to Mitchell, but because I, I 
trust him and I would rather I wasn't out there anyway looking for a shag but I was like I guess I know that if I go that way with him it could end in in that kind of a way because in that actually, kind of a way <laughs> this, this actually brings me on to a really funny story I was home at Christmas and I wanted to give blood for the first time mm-hmm. and I was really excited I was like I want to do something good this Christmas so I told my mom, told my dad I said I'm going to give blood and they were like good for you kid so I made the appointment, uh, I went in down St. Finn Bars and Cork and you have to fill out this long form if it's your first time doing it. So lads, I'm not a woman that, how would I say this? I, I'm, I'm not much of a snow. Sniffer. Sniffer. <laughs> I don't sniff, but sometimes I get a whiff and I take a sniff, right? <laughs> now, it might happen twice a year, three Couple times a year. Couple of nose tacos. Couple- <laughs> hilarious so yeah basically a group of us had gone out uh, the first weekend of December uh, rented a big uh, house in Brandenburg mm. and about 15 of us we had a big Christmas weekend and it was snowing wink wink this weekend on this particular weekend and I said fuck it I'll just join in whatever so did 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 the naughty thing and a couple of weeks passed it was time to give blood and as I was filling in the form everything was fine and it said something about have you um, sniffed cocaine or any other drugs in this time uh, in this time period and I was like oh when did I do it blah 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 so in the meantime I go into a private room and a nurse talks to me she goes through everything in person mm. so she takes it all off and she says and uh, have you had any cocaine or any other substances in the last couple of weeks and I was like actually yes <laughs> I have and she's like okay I'll come back to you there in just a few seconds I have to make sure now with my boss that that's okay to take your blood and I was like grand okay and in the meantime she'd actually given me um, a leaflet and at the end it said if you've taken this in the last four months you can't give blood so she came in after I read that and she was like so and I was like I've just read the leaflet I can't give blood today can I and she says no I'm afraid not and I says listen nurse I've told my parents what I'm doing today and my mother is a nurse I said you need to give me an excuse as to why I wasn't able to give blood today and she was like oh you can tell her that your blood pressure was low or, or that you're bleeding and I was like I've just had my period and that's not going to fly with my mother she's going to ask me questions and she started laughing I started laughing and I was like I know I'm a 34 year old woman and I'm afraid of my mother but you don't understand if my mother knew there'd be fucking war so then I rang Ivy in a panic <laughs> And Jesus, you had the best excuse. Ivy said, and lads, for anyone who needs this, uh, tell you, I told my mother that I had gone for acupuncture. And it's true. If you've had acupuncture in four months, you can't give blood. Did she believe you? She did. (laughs) I lied bareface, a bareface lie to my mother. I was, I felt so bad about it. We were having dinner at home. My sister was there as well. And I lied to my sister too. So if she's listening, now you know. Um, Because (laughs) I just was like, just lie to everyone. It's just easier. Only, only those two. But, uh. Uh, my mom was like so when, when did you have the acupuncture I was like oh back in Ju- uh, back in December one of Ivy's friends wanted to test it on me she was like was it good I was like yeah, yeah it was fine she was like where was your pain I was like shoulder mom just shoulder and then I just changed the subject she never went back to it I was mortified <laughs> and she, will she not listen to the podcast no she's been told oh no mother doesn't listen to this podcast I've told no. her she wants she's read the book okay. she's very impressed with it even my stories in Kit Kat but I said I don't want you to know anymore she's like okay and, and you trust that she would not do that? Yes. Oh, well done. I mean, she can know all she wants to know about me, but she's not going to like it. Do you know what I mean? So it's up well, to her. Well, yeah. I wanted to get on the topic of Cork for the lols. I, I hadn't been home for so long yeah. that I really immersed myself in Cork people again. 
No, cork people. You immersed yourself in, in cork people. In cork. Oh. <laughs> All the cork people. <laughs> cork people in and around my face. <laughs> Absolutely none of that. But uh, I was hanging out with, with, with older older men. That sounds wrong. But oh. my, my, what my, older? My, like huh? in their 60s? Or? Yeah, like my dad's friends. Like I was oh. hanging out with a lot of my dad's friends over right. Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And no, like... I'm about to talk like I'm from Cork, right? It's a pure thing, do you know? Now, I know you were with me in, in Cork many years ago, but he, like... I still need subtitles. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> like, the Cork accent is ridiculous. And I can say that as a proud Cork woman myself. Lovely. People from Dublin think that we're all, um, what do they call us? Culchies, like farmers and stuff. I get it. I get it now. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, come here. It's fucking awful the way we be talking in Carl. <laughs> Honestly, that's literally how people were talking. Come here, how you doing, girl? So look, while I was at home... I'd say no, we'll be able to understand a word you're saying. You'll need subtitles. Yeah, we probably will. Well, lads, just, just get used to it, because there's this book called Don't You Boy. It's an anthology of Cork slang by Morty McCarthy. Right. And Morty must be from the city centre, because um, he's got all of these little... Um, caricatures like situations uh, yeah. about like funny things to say so I just like wanted you to figure out what these things basically mean if you were to hear this say, <laughs> uh, okay if I was to say he's some fla oh he's some fla he's some fla boy uh, he's a waste of space <laughs> no it means he's a right like he's, he's gorgeous, a right oh, okay. oh, or I'd fla him you'd say you'd you know? fla him yeah <laughs> Come here, I'll ride you. Come here, I'll fly you. It's disgusting. Oh, it's but we used to say that as, as teenagers. Oh, he's such a fly. It sounds like um, like a like cooking. Like you know, like uh, just, <laughs> next to you, just fly the beans. <laughs> Take your stick and fly for three minutes on each side. <laughs> if I said, "Oh, she's some lasher," lasher. She's some lasher, boy. Uh, pisshead. No, she's a babe. Oh, she's a lasher. Oh, I just see her, Pamela Anderson. She's a lasher. <laughs> uh, if you're weak for someone, she's like, you're weak for him now. Oh, weak at the knees. That's oh, like weak at the knees. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. I'd be weak now for that girl. Um, right, here's something. If I <laughs> said, uh, I need to go for a noble trip. Schnort <laughs> <laughs> uh, and coke. No. <laughs> it actually just means going to the toilet. Oh. I must take a noble trip. Well, you, well, you could use it for schnort and coke then, couldn't you? <laughs> You could, I suppose. Yeah, that's actually a funny one. Um, what else would you say? I've got some things. She'd suck the colour off a marble. <laughs> <laughs> She'd give a great glowy. To, know, to, to be honest, I don't actually know what that means. She'd suck the colour off a marble. Does it mean Does it mean that? It sounds like it means that. Well, yeah, it does. But, uh, okay. A scrim. So, um... <laughs> I've got one. So Irish people are also, or at least they used to be, very. Um, uh, what would you say? Like when they're insulting someone, rather than like they're very conniving, like kind of snake. You know, there's ways around being insulting. Okay. So you'd say things like, um, "I hope your next shite is an." It, no wait, he says, "I hope your next shite is a hedgehog." <laughs> <laughs> or you'd say things like, "She she has a tongue that would clip a hedge." You'd say things like that, yeah. Oh, God. oh we're we're brilliant for that. Uh, they call him the Exorcist. He won't leave the party until all the spirits are gone. <laughs> <laughs> or like you'd say, if someone had a big forehead, you'd say they're a sniper's dream. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what 
what I mean? That's Irish banter it's for you. Like, it's so bad. It's um, really funny. The tide wouldn't take her out. <laughs> what does that mean? That well, she's really fat? No, I think it just means like she's just so unappealing. Even the tide wouldn't take her out. Oh, That's no. what I would pick up from it. Like, so you know what I mean? mean? So mean. Now, I'm not saying he's a liar, but he's a stranger to the truth. <laughs> Now I've heard that one, I've heard that one not just in Ireland. A friend of mine that I lived with in university, the first time I went to university, and she was hilarious. She was, um, she was from Northern, uh, from Northern England, and... Up North? Up North. Oh, I love all that. Um, and she came from like Sheffield or something, and she had so many sayings. And one of them was, I'd rather shit in my hands and clap. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking stunning. I and and uh, I remember my, my other friend that we lived with was really clumsy. And the northerner went, oh, she'd... <laughs> she, she went, oh, she'd trip over a fart in wind. <laughs> <laughs> in that wind? Oh, bloody heck. Well, that's hilarious. So, Ivy, I'll bring it back to us then. In the last nine years, we have been through a lot. We've been through it. It's nine years in this city already. That's almost a decade that we're We're here. We're going to our tenth year. Tenth year. That's amazing. So I had to uh, write down a list of the things that I have had to not not go through as in like tragically, but I've had nine apartments, Mm. nine jobs. Mm. I've had, uh, I actually have the list here. I've had, um, let me see, Germany, nine years. Eight jobs, three careers, eight apartments, three Anne Meldungs. And Anne Meldung is when you have to register, lads. It's sometimes an absolute headache to get. Five bikes, one tragedy, one love, one heartbreak, one cat, one language, one book, one podcast, one tattoo, many friends, many lovers, um, endless parties, endless adventure, endless fun. Amazing. Stunning. And next year, for the next nine years, sorry. On the list. Two things on the list. Go skiing and get another cat. <laughs> Sorry, was there one best friend on the list there? I just didn't know. Oh, you're under many... Oh, I was going to say many lovers. Oh, many friends. Many friends. Many okay, friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one big love and one boy love. Yeah, oh. you're my big love. Oh. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to make a list. Um, yeah, many jobs. Many, many, many friends come who've come and gone. And some stayed and will stay forever. I'm, I'm very sure about it. Um, I've not lived in so many apartments. Yeah, you've only had three. Three, three major, two very temporary brief oh, yeah. uh, in the in-between stages. Um, but I don't even really count them because it was just like, a, it was like a transitionary yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Less than a month or just a month or something. Um... Yeah, I was very fortunate when I came here with my first apartment, uh, which was with this with this guy who was a mixed martial arts fighter. And at the time when I went for the interview for that apartment, I had, funnily enough, the kissing disease, mono. What's that? It's uh, it's monogamy. <laughs> Definitely not monogamy. I'd say it's the opposite of monogamy. (laughs) Um, It's like uh, where you're glandular fever. Oh, 
you know, your glands For want are all, of a better word. Your glands, are, your glands are all swollen. My liver was swollen. My spleen was swollen. My eyes, most <gasps> importantly, were completely bloodshot and swollen. And I looked... I, I looked really down and out, let's say. Um, and the only reason I went to look for that apartment was because I had this glandular fever and I needed somewhere permanent to live because I was in hostels. And... Uh, yeah, I walked into the door, walked in the door, walked into the door, walked into the door, walked into the door to the interview to this apartment and the flatmate, um, he had big red swollen eyes as well. And I said, well, this is meant to be, isn't it? And he'd had black eyes from his mixed martial art fighting and I had black eyes because I was really sick. And we sat down and we had a good old laugh and I ended up living with him for six and a half years. I only ever had a contract for four months because the doctor told me that I'd be sick for up to four months. So I was like, that's as much as I need and then I'll be moving on. Bye bye Berlin. And uh, I never moved on. I just... I just stayed. It was your plan to tour uh, to to yeah. what were you doing? Back uh, interrailing. I wanted to interrail. Oh, I hadn't bought the tickets yet, but I wanted to not necessarily interrail. But I wanted to kind of travel Europe until I ran out of money and then go home. I didn't really have any money anyway, so I imagine it wouldn't have lasted very long. <laughs> um, Amazing, isn't it? So nine yeah. years later, you're still here, like you know, on accident. Yeah, yeah, which is great too because <laughs> it was my purpose to come here, and yeah. I had been in Australia. I literally came off the boat from Cambodia. I arrived here. And I was like, right, well, we'll check out Berlin. I know that, like, because my cousins are growing up here and stuff, I, I was staying with my aunt. And I was like, we'll try this out, see how this mm. adventure goes. And still rock and rolling, you know? There is a story that I want us to talk about because we were both involved in this date. Do oh. you remember? I was swiping away on Bumble. I matched with a fella who was like, look, what I'm about to ask you is not me being sexual or weird. I'm an art student and I'm looking to do portraits. Would you be interested? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? So, lads, um, Ivy and I did naked... We did. ...portrait in my apartment with this lovely guy from Turkey. He was studying in America or something. I don't know why he was here. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. I still have the portrait. It's I do, too. It's not very good. Yeah, it's grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not on a frame, like, anymore. Yeah, I saw it the other day here when... Because I'm in the new flat now and I was like sorting out some stuff and I was like, oh, do you remember that? So yeah, kind of, we were almost like uh, Jack and Rolls from Titanic where we're just like lying on the bed separately. You you sat on a chair. I did. I sat on a chair. It was very awkward. Yeah. It was a weird situation. I mean, I wouldn't mind posing naked for a, for an artist and I did it and it was fine. But I thought that it would be better than it was. I thought he was going to give us a really nice sketch of us, but yeah. it, it was just a bit... Ah, he was he was new, like bless him, but it, it was kind of funny. I remember it was in my flat, and yeah, we didn't really know him, and yeah, we didn't know him. Actually, I don't even know if that was maybe the first time I had just met him. Yeah, I think but it yeah. was a stranger. It's strange, isn't it? If you you think wanted it. to do it, and you phoned me and said, "Can you do it with me?" Because I want to do it. I was like, "Sure." Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm all. I, I feel like I definitely when I was younger, I was a real like yes. I want to say yeah. yes, woman. But yes, that's man. because we've experienced those things now yeah. that we're, we're, we're fine here to sit here and be like, I shouldn't have done it. But like, you know, it was funny. You do these things. Yeah. yeah. Like I wouldn't do it now. Well, I don't need to. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a bit weird. Yeah. I've done loads of things that I just think, God, I'm glad I did that because it was, it was fun and interesting and I got a story from yeah. it. But that was so dangerous. It was like, really so yeah. stupid. But again, like um, I must have had his number. Like I must have trusted him yeah. in some way or another for him to come up because he, he didn't look like he was going to kill me. But you never know. Like do yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know. 
that's the thing because after that murder story you know everyone was like oh my god you can't like go on dates anymore but then I remembered I was in Croatia I brought myself to Croatia for my 30th birthday and I'd gone over there with a friend and we'd been on tinder just to hang out with some lads or whatever and came across this really nice guy German Ukrainian guy and I was going moving on to split and my friend was staying in Zadar I think we were and she was mm. flying home so this guy was also going to split by car he's like shall we go together in my car and I was like yeah I will do this with you actually because I've seen you now I trust you I don't think you're going to kill me yeah. I did take a photo of like everything and like I think it sent to my sister and she was like why the fuck are you getting into a car <laughs> with a guy that you met off tinder when you've just been on a date with a murderer oh, like God. okay but like you don't get it like I know that he's safe and he's a lovely yeah. guy like we're still friends on Instagram and stuff like um, but yeah I did a road trip with a guy that I had met once I did a road cut trip with a guy I met from uh, Couchsurf. Where? Here in Berlin? Couchsurfing. No, it was in uh, it was in the US of A. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When were you there? In Canada. Ah, uh, that time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I was in Canada and I wanted to, for for work, and I had a little bit of time and I wanted to go and see Seattle. Um, And so, I went on Couchsurf and I hit this guy up and I was like, hey, um... Can I surf your couch? <laughs> Can I stay couch? On your couch. couch? Can, Can I, I stay on your couch? couch? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was like, oh, actually, I was thinking about doing a road trip down to Oregon this weekend uh, to go to some hot springs there and a little hike. Um, you're welcome to join. And I was like, that sounds really cool. And uh, I went... I met him in Seattle and I said, look, let's meet first for a, for a coffee or something so that I can tell that you're not a murderer. What's that movie called? Oh, Sleepless. Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sleepless. <laughs> um, so we went for a coffee. He seemed all right. Seemed like a nice dude. Um, and we went, we went in the car. He was a bit weird and he was smoking like quite a lot of weed while he was driving, no. which is like... Not ideal, but it's you know if people are used to it, then it's not so bad. Anyway, um, we got to the we got to the hot springs, and it was like quite late at night. By the time we got there, um, it was about like midnight, maybe or one o'clock in the morning. And he said, "Will we sleep now?" Because he had like a like a caravan van, um, and he was like, "Do you want to sleep now and go to them in the morning, or do you want to go there now?" And he was like, "I'd." I think it'd be really cool to go there in the night and like it's like a full moon and I was like let's do it really and, yeah I know it was completely wild I'm looking back on myself I'm like I totally could have been murdered yeah. like so I walked off into the forest right pitch black in the middle of nowhere and nowhere I was nothing and um, yeah went to some some hot springs in the, in the moonlight and it was lovely it was not in a sexual or date way at all we were just having a nice time I, I'm shocked. My I jaw was on the floor. Like I'm shocked at my hell. own behaviour. I mean, America as well. Like this is exactly where this type of thing happens. I know. Fucking hell. <laughs> totally. Do. Be safe, kids. Do yeah. not follow. Don't my lead. listen to these stories. <laughs> but yeah, like I look back on that and I'm like, God, I was an absolute idiot. But I have such a wonderful memory. Yes. Yeah, from yeah. from from saying yes to this crazy idea, and then we went hiking the next day, and that was also wonderful. Really beautiful place. Yeah, but that that's a mad story. Well, Ivy, I'd say we can uh, we can wrap up 
this final episode of season two season one. Oh, jeez I'm going ahead of myself so, there now Jesus season Christ. one um, well, yeah. thanks for another great episode thanks very much for having me and uh, letting me turn the turn the camera on you oh you're so welcome. to speak so to speak yeah. uh, will you come back to me for season two no, I've done my I've done my juice. Well, I was thinking, have you have you have you enough stories to carry us through season two? But I'm sure. Well, you can always ask me questions because oh, I mean, I'm sure I'll have plenty. If if I went for all my stories, I'd, I'd have enough seasons for my own podcast. For your own book, I just don't know if I want to share every single part of me. Ah, but I do have one more really funny. Oh, sorry, I'm way too fucking open. Yeah, sometimes I think, am I am I sharing too much? No. Yeah, I mean, I love it. No, like I, I think, think it's great. Some people think it's a bit much, but sure, look. Can't be everyone's shot of whiskey. I'd say too much is whatever's too much for you. And if it's not too much for you, then it's not too much. Yeah, no, it really isn't. I, I kind of love it. I love the entertaining for people. People don't have to listen to it. Yeah, if no, they're sure, offended. This is it. Yeah, this is it. You can turn it off, lads. But yeah. actually, I need to just tell you one really funny thing that happened right. uh, last week. Ah. This, I couldn't believe it. I was on the train. Now, lads, anyone who's on in Berlin knows the UA is just a grimy hole. And I've heard stories about it. To be honest, That's but I, 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 but I had never experienced anything because I'm n- never down on that side of town. Mm. But I was for for on this particular day. Anyway, U eight was packed. It was like around four o'clock. The schools were finished as well, so there was a bunch of kids on and stuff. And um, I was sitting near the, you know, um, it's the newer trains, so it's the part where it's kind of what is this thing that like connects the two? <laughs> <laughs> My hands are just like yeah, making. But you know, it's like the. So it can go around a bend. It's the, the kind bendy of... flexi connector. There you go. Dubu, So this bendy flexi connector of the train, and there's those flip up seats that you can sit down on. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to set the scene. That's yeah. where I was. I was sitting on one of those flip down oh, okay. seats next to the bendy part of the train. Yeah. And it was packed, and coming through was uh, a woman who was very fond of the drugs, right? She was coming down, and I was, oh God, you know, just because all of these people, they have very bad smells, and I was yeah. like, I can't be dealing with this now. Mm-hmm. So what happens? For whatever reason, she falls on top of me. Oh my god. Right? And I'm just like, fucking hell, it's like, get off me. And she is sat right next to me. Like, she's practically on top of me. So I'm down looking at her. Mm. And she hasn't got up. She's fine. I asked her, she's fine. And she takes out her um, her weed pipe. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah, girl's going to spark up a bit of weed. Whatever. It's not the worst thing you could do. And I didn't say anything at this point because I didn't feel comfortable. I wanted to see was she going to do anything. So with that... So she puts whatever she's putting into her pipe and she mm. starts burning it away. Was it a glass pipe? No, I can relate because I have the same kind of pipe when I very occasionally, rarely smoke my little bit of weed. <laughs> and uh, so uh, it wasn't a crack pipe. Right. But she starts lighting it up and my God, that was not weed. <laughs> it was a florally light sweet smell and it wasn't like, I mean, oh. she was a druggie, so... I don't know. I inhaled whatever the fuck it was. Did you get a little uh, sharpness in the back of the throat? No, but I felt woozy like. It was either crack cocaine or heroin. I inhaled it on the train. So I obviously got up and moved. Then this German dude next to me was like, Hey, Alta. He was like saying, oh, the kids are, there's kids on the train. Like, stop what you're fucking doing, blah, blah, blah. And she stopped. And I was mortified for not having said anything, but I was a bit shocked. And I was just like, I don't feel comfortable giving out to her because she might, you know, freak out at me. Nine years in Berlin and we can still be shocked by the things that we see. Oh my God. And now, to be honest, it smelled way nicer than weed. <laughs> it really did. It was gorgeous. Like, I get it. I'm not sure. Now, like, some kind of citrusy... No, no, no. Not even citrusy. Like, it, yeah. it was light. 
And I looked it up after. I think it was crack cocaine. Yeah. 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 Weird. But the smell was grand. Like it wasn't like, oh, I want some of that. But it mm. was, do you know, weed smells disgusting. I hate the smell, even though I Dang. dabble sometimes. And uh, yeah, so I got up off the train and I felt boozy afterwards. I got out and I was like, I'm not sober. So nine years, done nine crack. Nine years, did the, did the crack at last. I've had the crack in Berlin. You finally had the crack. <laughs> <laughs> you found the crack I in Berlin. I found the crack on the U8. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Horrific. Um, so oh, yeah, that's dear. that's the story to end uh, season two. Uh, fuck, season two, I keep saying it. That is the story to end season one, lads. Um, I hope very much that you've had fun listening to me and that you will like, share and subscribe and tell all of your friends and uh, all of your influencers who've got big followers who can help me get my... Get help me out me there. Help, you. help me help you. <laughs> so until next time, Ivy, thanks for joining us and see you next time on Dating Laughter and Disasters. Bye. Bye. <laughs>